Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. First weekend. As adoptive parents, you now have a little boy in your house. I mean, you just adopted him when? Thursday? Thursday. How was the first weekend as official mom, <laughs> as official family of four? Was I it know, great? No, it's party of four right there. It was pretty awesome. It was, you know what? They always say, like, when you first get a child in your home, they call it the honeymoon period. But we've had them for a while. Yeah. But I kind of feel like you went back to that for, like, the weekend, except Friday. So that's the very next day after adopting him, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I'm driving to Panera at night to get the kids, like, smoothies and soup. Delicious. Yeah. And I'm in the drive-thru, so I don't have to go in anywhere. That's part of the goodness. And so as I'm driving, it's just, you know, me and my little dude. And I go, so what do you want to do this weekend? And he goes, just straight face, Greg, straight face. He goes, I want to kill daddy and then go to the zoo and see the animals. What? (laughs) He did not say. He goes, I go, wait. And I and I I had to like pause and I like look back. What he said. Yeah, what and, did he say? And we're at like the stoplight. I go, wait, what did you say? I want to kill daddy and then go to the <laughs> zoo and see the animals. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> you adopted Chucky. I did. I did. Which. Which, I don't know. You know, it's so funny because my husband's always like, like w- the only thing is, after adopting, I just hope he's like, I don't, sh- you know, he doesn't show up at 18 years old with like a knife over me. Right. I'm like, listen, <laughs> your own kid's going to do that. Your your yeah. biological kid. Right. See, now they're both my own kids. That's right. I got to change how I talk. Right, right. Yeah. Right. That's part of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, it's probably because at the adoption, the Zoom adoption, your husband was- He's gross. barefoot. He's telling all the secrets. <laughs> it's a hillbilly adoption. Oh my God. <laughs> You're the judge. All right. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank so you. So embarrassing, Matthew. <laughs> oh I wonder God. what I wonder what little guy was trying to say in in reality. He obviously doesn't want to hurt dad. He loves no, hanging out with your husband. I think it's my my daughter is like always around him, uh-huh. and he repeats. Anything she says. So she wants to kill your husband. Okay, got it. <laughs> Could be. Could be. <laughs> He's so, like, anxious about her homework, you know? So, oh, he is. Yeah, Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Homeschool, man. It's been Exciting a- times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Kill daddy and go to the zoo. At that point, I was like, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> My husband was kind of cranky Friday. You're so. terrible. <laughs> don't put those ideas into his head. 525 with Greg and Mary in the morning. We're not going to uh, bore you with very much Golden Globe stuff today. Oh, yeah. We promised to only cover the stuff that was worth it. But one of the people I didn't see in last night's awards is making news today. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill. What does Jonah Hill and me, me right here, have in common? Oh, is it about you? <laughs> this is this is this is every girl. This is about every girl, okay? okay? So Jonah Hill finally spoke out after years of mockery of people making fun of him, of body shaming him. And I I get that Jonah Hill always kind of played that chubby friend that's funny and that's kind of his role, but he said it's been awful. And he had so many insecurities as a kid, you know, about his body image. Yeah. And then to be in his 20s and, you know, paparazzi would get, like, money for getting him, like, on the surfboard, all chubs, you know, falling Ugh. over. And yeah. he said it was really, 
really hard for him. Can you imagine if people followed you around and tried to capture you looking your worst? Oh, my gosh. I know. What, what That's a my... horrible existence that would be. <laughs> we kind of do that at my house, my husband and I. <laughs> like, we'll, like, get bad angles and we'll send it to each other. And, like... Yeah, but you're only sending it to each other. <laughs> oh, my you're gosh. Not putting it out on, you know, Us Weekly. You know, this is the other part of it. He said this, and this is about me, Greg. It is going to be about me. <laughs> because it is about, I think, girls feel this way. And and I hope that our girls never feel this way, okay? But he said, I don't think that I ever took my shirt off in a pool. Okay, well, we're not taking off our shirts. But it's the same same concept. You know, you'll see girls in T-shirts over their bathing suits until he was in his mid-30s, even in front of his families and his friends. I mean, he felt so bad about himself that he just couldn't even, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that girls go through that, too. And you see it. You see it at the pool. You see it. You know, God, I have to say, going to the wave pool, like in middle school, that was like the thing to do. It tortured me. Right. Everybody would be excited. Yeah. Oh, we're going to take the field trip yeah. to the thing. Or you've yeah. got to come with us this weekend. You're like, great. I'm still having that anxiety because I'm supposed to go to some like event at a, like a resort type place for this thing my husband does because he kind of health coaches. And, and the thought of having to be in a bathing suit in front of all these people, I'm like, oh, can we cancel? Can I not go? Do I have to? Can you just not wear a bathing suit? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's why when adults have like a pool party, you'll get an invite. Oh, my gosh. And sometimes it's like the boss or somebody invites you and you're yeah. like, well, we got to go to the boss's party. And you show up and it's a pool party. And nobody's in the pool except, like, two kids. And you're like, well, there's a reason for that. Yeah. None of the adults want no. to take their clothes off. Oh, my gosh. In front of, especially in front of coworkers. <laughs> See, we used to have inappropriate boat parties when I lived in Austin, Texas with the whole company. And every girl was in their bikini. Oh and I'm gosh. thinking, in front of the bosses? Like, isn't this like an HR issue? <laughs> Well, that was the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, they yeah. were doing a lot of other things that were inappropriate, too. But that's another story. Wow. 546, maybe a, a little more relatable to Jonah Hill this morning. Everybody can relate oh on some level. I, yeah. like, kind of love him in this moment. Yeah, Because yeah. you never hear men speak out. Very honest. But yeah. isn't he also saying that he's finally comfortable with himself? Yeah, I After mean. After all these years. I doubt it, but yes, he's saying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, this is the absolute best phone hack I've ever heard. Maybe you're not going to love it as much as I do. I'm ready. But you know those people that call you, and then you're stuck on the phone, and it's kind of like this annoying phone call, and you just can't get a word in edgewise to try to get off that phone call, and you're just stuck, and it's sucking away your day. Well, now I learned, thanks to my sister Amy, who sent me a whole story on this, (laughs) if you put your phone on airplane mode, Right in the middle of the conversation, instead of just hanging up, the other person's going to see call failed on their end. (laughs) (laughs) And just leave it there for a while so you don't have to like. Holy moly. That is the best, isn't it? So you'll get disconnected. Uh (laughs) The other person will show that the call failed. Yeah, it's not going to say call ended like they hung up. It's going to say call failed. (laughs) And they'll just be like, oh, well, they must have an awful signal. And that's it. And you're golden. You're golden. And you are off the annoyance.
Life hacks for a better life. This right is there. a better life, right? Because right you don't want to be rude. So just airplane <laughs> mode that puppy. <laughs> Let him think the technology failed. That's good. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Uno, uno, three, cuatro, five. At 775-0949. Let's grab a couple calls here. Good morning. What's your name? Daniela. Daniela, uh, here's the question. Would you rather divulge to the public your weight or your salary? Uh, <laughs> I would rather go for my weight. <laughs> your weight. And do you want to share yeah, that with us I, now? I honestly think I do. <laughs> I know neither one real, really feels good, does it? Yeah, no, but, you know, I really don't care, honestly. Oh, okay. that's good. That's All good. Right. Well, we're not going to make you say it you know, now. No, you don't have to. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to lie. <laughs> oh, you're going to lie. I love that. Me too. <laughs> yeah. 98 pounds. Okay. Thanks, Daniela. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi, it's Greg and Mare. What's your name? Hi, I'm Debbie. Debbie, would you rather reveal to the public your weight or your salary? Um, my weight. Your huh. weight. As a couple for weight. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I know. That's not an easy one to choose, but thank you very much. You're welcome. Have you ever been forced to do that, by the way? No. Oh. No. Brutal. Uh, Shannon said she would share her salary. Uh, really? You know, just so people would see how little people in her line of work make. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's true. I can appreciate that. Uh, Heather said sharing your salary only gives the workforce more power. I actually think sharing your salary, now that I think of the two, because both of them torture me. Yeah. I'd rather give my salary. Because, you would? Because then we would like, no, like, I don't know what Greg makes. Yeah, I don't know what you make either. You know what I'm saying? And so. You want to do that right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want us I doing that. So. No. Anyone in the workplace, because they don't want us all comparing and being like, wait, I should get more. Or, oh, I'm making more. You know what I mean? It's like, so tough. Because that's exactly why we probably should share it. Yeah. But I also know human nature is to instantly judge yeah. and and judge yourself yes. as soon as you know. Yeah, and you just feel awful. But as far as weight... You yeah. either feel awful because you realize you're getting underpaid. Yeah. Or yeah. you feel awful because you're getting so much more than everybody around you and now they know. Yeah. Oh and my gosh, you know. could you imagine? Well, That's I couldn't feel imagine, bad. but you probably could. But no, anyway. <laughs> but then the weight. I mean, imagine if you had to stand up in the meeting at work and be like, hey. Oh my gosh. Uh, P.S. I weigh this today. I mean, how shaming. I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That'd be horrible. I can't do that. And we were like talking about this and you're like I mean imagine if you had to share this with your whole high school class like think back to your high school like right. on the reunion page like my weight is this well, I let's mean- say you went to the reunion and before you could leave because everybody just can't wait to get out of there before you leave you have to divulge one of these two things and it had to be factual I it mean it had to be factual yeah. we couldn't lie right Ugh. I'm going wait I'm going wait every single day I don't know oh, yeah. I mean maybe if there were some girls who were a little larger then I would be okay <laughs> But, you just but never want to be at the top no. of the scale, do you? No. Oh, this yeah. is just torture don't to be. be at the top or the bottom. Torture, right? Why did we do this to ourselves? <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. 
1-877-795-0949. That's the number when you got something going on, the big thing in your life you're comfortable sharing with us and everybody else. Brenda's got a new job. I do, I Yay. do. I'm still doing the same thing. Which is? People here uh, caregiving. Okay. Still working on my GED. Awesome. And working on your um, GED. Okay, wow. And then hopefully going to college soon. So I'm. Oh my I'm really gosh! Look at all these years. changes. So what do you want to do in college? <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal. Um, I either want to be a physical therapist or um, an LPN. Those are the two subjects I'm seriously thinking about. Two careers. Can can you help us, or help me at least? Mayor probably knows, but there are all those different nursing <laughs> designations, and I don't know what half of them are. I know RN, registered nurse. Though the others, I don't get at all. So LPN is licensed practical nurse. Um, they work under the RNs. Um, RNs can work in hospitals, doctors' offices. Okay. Um, anywhere. LPNs are mostly like they stay to. Nursing care, like home health care, yeah. uh, hospice, assisted living. Okay, yeah. You can work in schools, doctor's offices. Hmm. So that would really give you a lot of options then. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, it would give me a lot of options. Great pay. <laughs> yeah. Great pay. That's awesome. And how much schooling would you need after you finish that GED? Uh, at least two years, but if I go to PMA, PMI, it'll be um, 18 months. 18 months. 18 months. Mayor, you and I could have a new career in 18 months. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? We're going to go be LPNs. Us? Like, we're, <laughs> we'd be kidding. the worst. We would be the Actually, worst. Actually, I would love to do that. You're I helping people. I think you'd be people. a good caregiver. I yeah. believe that you would. I think I would like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm terrified of people right now, but besides that. <laughs> How do you feel about blood? Are you comfortable with that? <laughs> okay, maybe not. Okay, I don't like needles either. Just keep doing what you're doing. Or throat cultures. Uh-oh, for us. <laughs> Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. If you don't know Mel Robbins, she does that five-second rule. It's a really big book, and it's, it's great. It's that you talk yourself out of things in just five seconds. So you got to kind of do an action right away so you don't talk yourself out of anything good in your life, oh right? Boy. But she had a health scare, okay? And she wanted to tell you how to deal with all your crazy thoughts in your head. I'm sharing all of this because when you start to get information, it's really tempting to go down a rabbit hole and to spend hours looking online and call all your friends and can you believe it and oh my god and this that and the other thing and you want to talk about it and you want to spin all this negative stuff in your mind and I am not going to do that because if I start to panic or spend hours on WebMD or call every girlfriend of mine and complain that this has happened to me it's going to feel way worse than it probably is. Yeah, and it's really not the best thing to do in the moment because you could be worrying about something that's not even. Do you know what I mean? What was she reacting to? What is she worrying about? Uh, she's worrying about she had breast plants, implants that were recalled. Oh. And so it could lead to like lymphoma and stuff. So that's what she was reacting to. Um, but in general, this is something I think a lot of people do. I know I do this like with anything. Yeah. Like if it's work stuff or whatever, I would call each one of my friends and and like verbally vomit all over the place till I felt better. But really, you're just you're just causing like that energy onto everyone else's day and it's not going to help anything. 
And the, the WebMD, I mean, how many times have you done that? Ugh. Right? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, she has really great ways on how to deal with things like that. Yeah. You know, just in general, in everyday life, like how to just deal with life. So I do like the idea of not worrying until there's something to worry about. You know, so often we go and get a test done and we start worrying about what it could be. And, and if it is what I think it is, then what am I going to do? And how are my kids going to, you know what I mean? And we don't even know what the test results going to say yet. Really hard not to do that, though. It's hard. If you ever had a mammogram come back and there's something on it and you're waiting, it's the longest, worst wait of your life. And so in that moment, like if you can like right when those thoughts hit, because she goes on to talk about this more, you just kind of right there. Stop it. Stop that thought in that moment. Yeah. And just kind of think, okay, well, I'll deal with it if I need to deal with it. Not easy to do. Not easy to do, but work on it. But good reminders. Yes. All right, here we go. Our 652 Pop Q. I think it's your turn today, Mary. It is? Yeah, awesome. All right, question number one. Lady Gaga's dogs have been safely returned to her. The Good Samaritan who found the pups is in line to get a $500,000 reward. Wow. Can't believe you wouldn't take any of it. You well, wouldn't take anything? I'd say, like, can you just give me, like, 20000 and I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'd feel like I'd be robbing her. Do you I know, know that, that does seem yeah. like a lot, yeah. Gaga's furry friends are French bulldogs. That's a breed that's often confused with another. Can you name Frenchies lookalike? The bulldog? <laughs> it doesn't the- have bulldog in the name mm-hmm. because they are related to the English bulldog, of course. <laughs> I have no idea. We're looking for the Boston Terrier. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. By the way, Gaga is also paying all of her dog walkers medical bills She's from awesome. being shot while walking the, the dog. I was going to say golden doodle, but I knew that would Now, <laughs> question number two. The actress who played Princess Diana, Emma Corrin, beat out Olivia Coleman. That's the actress who plays the queen. On the Netflix show about the royal family, this was at the Golden Globes last night. That never would have happened in real life. The queen would not have put up with Diana taking a trophy away from now. her. But, you know, this is... Hollywood. What's the name of the Netflix drama about the royals that won some awards at the Globes last night? The Crown. Yes. Mm -hmm. And question number three. Several pro golfers wore red during tournaments over the weekend as a show of support for their peer who injured his legs badly in a rollover car wreck last week. Who were the PGA players honoring by wearing Sunday red? Uh, Tiger Woods. Correct. Who, by the way, they think might have fallen asleep behind the wheel. That's the latest. That needs to get an Uber driver or yeah, something. seriously. He's not really good behind the wheel of the car, unfortunately. No. Okay, well, you went two for three, Mayor. Two not for bad. Three. Not I bad won't on complain a Monday. about that. You know, you know, 66%. It's kind of like your college yeah. uh, final. Hey, <laughs> D for diploma. <laughs> That's what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Wait till you hear. I mean, kids say the darndest things. Yeah. And just last week, we got to share with you the very exciting news that Mayor and her husband and daughter, Clara, Adopted a little boy. They're now a party. Instead of a party of three, they're now a party of four. Oh, yes. And it's awesome. Let me tell you, this weekend was great. It was like when they place a child, they call it the honeymoon phase, kind of, the honeymoon period. Were you looking at him differently? uh, Yeah, I would say I was. Oh, we had the best time. We went to the park and, you know, oh, my God, it was Awesome. And we we're just, you know, snuggling, watching TV, whatever. It's but the best. But uh on, on Friday night I put him in the car and we just drove him and I to uh Panera, which is right across the street from our house, and went through the drive thru because he loves smoothies. 
and got him the mac and cheese. <sighs> and and I go, good. I go, hey, what do you want to do tomorrow? And he goes, I want to kill daddy and then go to the zoo and see the animals. <laughs> He's three, by the way. And I go, wait, what? <laughs> and I, I'm going to stop like that. I like turn around. I go, what did you say? He's like, I want to kill daddy and go to the zoo and see the animals. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is like the first full day of him, like, being our child. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. And he, like, and he took off the, the disguise that yes. was covering underneath. It was Chucky. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, so what do you funny. think? He, obviously, he didn't mean he wants to kill daddy. What, what do you think he meant by I that? I don't know, because I tried to ask him. I go, do you know what the word kill means? Yeah. And he's like, I want a popsicle. Like, he just is, like, <laughs> in a different zone. Squirrel. So yeah. I, I think he doesn't know. I think that my daughter's a huge influence on him. And sure. as much as I try to say, listen, he's going to do repeat everything you say. Yeah. She doesn't care. Right. She's nine and a half. Dad, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right. And so he's like, oh, I want to kill Daddy. Kill, kill, yeah, kill. kill Daddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Uh, but that was my weekend. What about like yours? Did you like oh. Airstream it? It was an all work on the old Airstream trailer kind of weekend, man. Sounds like a party for your, your daughter. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that she was bored, but she was bored. Oh. Poor thing. Oh, man. Well, because we, we're still working on the outside of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like when you have an old trailer, the first thing you got to do is waterproof it. Because it leaks in every possible place, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's the least exciting thing for her. And it's the most terrifying and hardest for us because 90% of my time was spent on the roof of this thing. Yeah, yeah. And an Airstream, I don't know if you've ever seen one, but it's like all shiny and... I thought your your back looked a little more arched. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Well, it's round. Yes. And it's slippery aluminum. Oh, no. And there's there's only a couple places where you can like kind of hang out on the top. Otherwise, you'll fall right through. Oh, so it's like trying to ride a paper mache rocket oh, or something. Yeah, you yeah. got to be delicate, but you got to grip. And oh, no. So all of my muscles are just like all tensed up. From doing that all weekend. It's your age. (laughs) (laughs) And the wind was blowing a thousand miles an hour. That was pretty awful. So, and then we learned that the brand new window we put in like three weeks ago. Don't even tell me. It's broken. Oh. Yeah. Why? It it like it was poorly manufactured. It's oh, coming out of the well, seal and everything. Well, that means they have to give you a new one, right? Yeah, but you don't know what kind of a pain it was to put it in. Now oh. I got to take it out again. Yeah, yeah, and you have to kind of fight them when you Aye. get the new one. Yes. You know what I mean, right? You got to prove that their thing broke. We were waiting for a part of something that was broken on some bunk beds. It took like four months. Oh, don't tell me I that. I know. Meredith. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Coming up, uh, you just heard us talking about a couple of things that were uh, big in our life over the weekend. We always ask like the big thing going on with you too, especially since the beginning of the pandemic. It's like you're going to come into seeing people that you haven't seen once everybody's able to travel again and go see all their friends and family and do the things they want to do. You're going to meet up with people and they're going to tell you a story about something that's happened in the last year. You're going to be like, what? Their whole life has changed. I mean, do you know what I mean? And that happens. If you ever lived anywhere that's really cold and snowy, you'll know that there's like nine months you don't see anybody. And when the first warm day, everyone comes out of their houses like ants and everyone's outside. And all of a sudden there's people who are like ready to pop pregnant and you didn't even know they were pregnant. (laughs) I mean, there's there's things that happen. There's there's plastic surgeries happening. There's all this stuff. Yeah. So coming up at 7.40 this morning, we'll be asking about your lockdown life change. Yeah. Mare just adopted a, a child into her house. I had a quarantine baby. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, I did. We had a quarantine trailer. 
We, we you did. Nursery. That's your baby. Yeah. Uh, you, if you would have asked me six months ago, yeah, would never. you ever buy an RV travel trailer? I would have been like, no. I mean, you're Absolutely doing not. all kinds of crazy things. You bought this like this little tripod thingy for your phone camera thing. I'm <laughs> oh, that, like, that is crazy. Like, I know how to live on the edge. It's like 90 bucks. I'm like, that is so not Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, lockdown life changes. <laughs> yes. They're happening. So we'll want to hear yours this morning at 775-0949. And then coming up, if you missed any of the Golden Globes last night, don't worry. We watched it so you wouldn't have to. We'll give you the five best things, three best things, two best things. I I fell asleep with you just talking about it because that's how it was when I watched it. (laughs) There were like a couple of things that stood out. We'll share those coming up, the the whole enchilada, so that you know what's going on. Like somebody whose husband passed away, she accepted the award for him. That was incredible. That was incredible. Paul Enchilada has a lot of uh, Golden Globe stuff in it, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, Although, Snorfest. There were a few. It was, boy, actor speeches are just not good. Well, and nobody was there. I mean, like, all the people, the nominees were really somewhere else and in their pajamas, like Jodie Foster. I kind of liked that. <gasps> I know. Her and her wife are adorable. You got to see them with their pets or, like, Nicole Kidman and uh, what's his name? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Had their kids sitting with them on the couch. Which is awesome. That, that was kind of cool. That's cool. But then I kind of thought with Sasha Baron Cohn and his wife, what's her name? Isla that Fisher. cute girl. Yeah. She's adorable. But, like, they seem so happy. I'm like, they're real, not really that happy. Like, I wonder what it's like <laughs> when the camera goes off them. You know, not everybody lives your <laughs> twisted life, man. Nah. <laughs> there was uh, some people in hoodies. I mean, nobody dressed up. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. No, that's not true. A lot of people dressed up. Uh, including Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, who were hosting from opposite parts of the country. One of them was in L.A., one of them was in New York. And they started the show by explaining... That the Golden Globes can be a little confusing because they do both TV and movies, so they tried to simplify it. I think the rule is if their fake teeth look real, that's a movie. And if their real teeth look fake, that's TV. If the British actors are playing British people, it's TV. If they're playing Americans, it's a movie. If you're like, Mario Lopez is surprisingly good in this, that's TV. Yeah. There you go. I love those, too. I do, too. They were my girl crushes, although Amy Poehler I didn't even recognize. You didn't? Yeah, I thought she looked a little different. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, one of the most heartfelt moments oh. of the night. Yeah. Taylor Simone, I'm trying to get this right, Ledward, that is Chadwick Bosman's wife, accepted the award for him. Yeah, of course, he passed away last year Yeah. Uh, with cancer that nobody knew he had. He kind of kept it to himself. I think he died at the age of... 43, and she was understandably emotional when he got an award. He would say something beautiful, something inspiring, something that would amplify that little voice inside of all of us that tells you you can, that tells you to keep going. Yeah. It was heart-wrenching watching his widow. Probably the best speech of the night. Yeah, and she looked beautiful. He won for best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, which... He's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was... The rest was just Snorfest. I mean, Bill Murray. I love that guy. Wasn't he in, like, a Hawaiian shirt? Yes, and he was, t- he was yeah. drinking a martini. Yeah. And he looked a l- little bit older, too. I mean, I think, you're, you know, they're not under the Hollywood lights and stuff. Yeah. So that... I, I just miss the glamour of it. I'm not going to lie. Well, the other thing that was problematic with a Zoom-style award show, the very first yes. award given out to actor Daniel Kaluuya uh, for Judas and the Black Messiah. 
he was on mute or they had him on mute. We're not sure who had it, it messed was, up. But they gave it to him and he starts speaking and you, it was the yeah, usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. your Zoom meeting. Oh my gosh, it was awkward. I felt so bad for him and them, you know? <laughs> I know. That was insane last night. Anyway, we watch it so you don't have to. And you're welcome, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. You should really start invoicing people. Yeah, because I want that time back in my life. (laughs) You'll never get it. The world's been weird for the last year. Yes. (laughs) Have you done anything surprising during this whole period? We're calling it the lockdown life change. I know people aren't locked down anymore, but... We've all gone through a lot of weirdness during this yeah, pandemic. Yeah. Have you changed jobs? And we're still not back to normal. I mean, right? No, so no. so what's going to happen is when life really starts to readjust back to normal and, you know, maybe the kids are going back to school more or whatever, you're going to start seeing things and hearing things that you're like, when did that happen? Wait, what? Yes. I think my daughter has already talked about how she's found out friends have like left school. She didn't even know they left oh. or they moved to a new house or, you know, yeah, yeah. they have a little baby brother now and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, there's been a lot that's gone on and we're only now starting to find yeah. out about what has happened with each other. Yeah. Like I had a, as you know, a pandemic baby. I mean, in a it, roundabout way, it didn't physically come out of my body, but I don't know if you know this, but when you adopt, they give you like a birth certificate, like you birthed that child. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, yes. Wait a minute. Isn't that interesting? A birth certificate? Yeah. So but it's it, going to be like, so my name will be on it. I didn't get it yet. Wow. But yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh, that's Somebody will call me and tell me I misunderstood, but I, I think that that's, that's what they told <laughs> We were like, what? That's fascinating. <laughs> Isn't that kind of interesting? But yeah. yeah, that was one of those things coming out of the pandemic. They're like, wait, all of a sudden you have this three-year-old? Yes, we do. Yeah. How about you? Know? you? What's been the big lockdown life change? Seven seven five zero nine four nine this morning. Family changes like Mayor's had. Uh, maybe a job change. Oh yeah. It could have been your choice. Could have been somebody else's choice. A career change. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. you know, like something where you're like, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. Right, you know, I've maybe, had it. Yeah, maybe Life's you're too like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you decided, hey, I'm just going to retire at thirty. <laughs> we we changed the we we painted our house a whole new color. That that was like the first three months of the pandemic oh was figuring out what color to paint it. Remember that? Yeah, you you had a lot of changes in your house in your life over the pandemic. We destroyed our bathroom. Yeah, I think there's people who've done stuff like that, like yeah. home renovations. Did you? Does your house look totally different? I'm going to come over and not even recognize it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you've only been over like once or twice anyway. <laughs> life has been moving in crazy ways, unexpected ways, in changing ways over the last year. Yeah, it's funny how how slow it's been and how fast it's been. It's already March 1st, P.S. But yeah, did you have a big life change? You know, I had a little baby boy, bouncing baby boy, three years old. (laughs) But I had a pandemic baby. I mean, imagine bringing a toddler, a little person into your house and now... How your life has changed because of that. Yeah, and no daycare or anything because, you know, it's a pandemic. Right. So, right. yeah, oh but it's gosh. all goodness, Greg, all goodness. It is all goodness. Yeah. 520 Beth, what about your big lockdown life change over the last year? So I graduated from an associate's degree, and then I became a nurse. Oh, And my then gosh. I graduated from a bachelor's degree. Wait, you did both? <laughs> yeah, so I did both at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And they just had... Uh, so I graduated with my associates in May, became a nurse in July, graduated with my bachelor's in December. Leave it to a woman to get it done. Overachiever <laughs> much? Seriously. So what are you doing right now? Uh, I work at Banner oh. uh, just as like a 
kind of med surge regular floor nurse. Yeah, yeah. Was there something about this period in our lives that made you go now or never? I, I need to make this change. I need to make something go. Not necessarily. I think the wheels were kind of already turning. Yeah. Um, and so the timing just ended up being kind of funny or opportunistic, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good for you. Oh my gosh. And are you enjoying the work? Yeah. And our pe- it's been hard and it was hard to adjust to, but I like it. Well, that's good news right there. Yeah. yeah. Cause sometimes you make a change and you go, Oh, Oh, <laughs> Yes. But not for you. That's good. And by the way, you're the second person we've talked to this morning. Yeah. Who has said, yeah, I had to, I'm going for my nursing thing. Yeah. During this pandemic. Hey, listen, if you haven't learned anything over this pandemic, learn that helping others is, is all there really is in life. Really. It it really is the thing to do. If you, if you can find what you're good at. My mom (laughs) always used to say, we're not put on this earth just to help ourselves. No, but with some people, you would think so. Well, <laughs> don't be one of those people. Uh, well, sometimes I think in your 20s, that's just kind of... Well, that's just part of the world. <laughs> 7.55 with Greg and Mary in the morning. If you got a life change that's happened over the last year you want to share, we also heard from uh, listener Mike, who said his family's adapting to all kinds of new different things. But he's trying to keep it positive yeah. in this crazy moment. Our phone number is 520-775-0949. Coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, 10 after trivia, of course. And then... And then, oh, your commercial-free hour of music. It happens for you at 8.30. 10 after trivia right now. We're looking for an answer to the question about burnout at work. It's a real thing, and researchers say there's one particular task... That seems to be causing a lot of it. What is causing all the burnout at work these days? How about the inability to influence decisions at work? Oh, yeah. That is the worst. <laughs> oh, man. Why don't they listen to what you say? You're the smart one. We're the ones doing the job, right? Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. And I don't want to act like there's any, like, gender difference. There is. There is. There is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. obvious, yeah. unfortunately. Anyway, good guess, but that's not it. Okay, thank you. Thanks for trying. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there, what do you think it is? I think it's email. Email, oh, email, yeah. email. And somehow I find myself on these mass mailers at email, uh, work email. Oh, my That's God. That's why I just don't look at my email. It's nonstop. I know. <laughs> That's why Mayor has 300,000 inbox. I do. But but I do want to tell you this. Greg, when he writes someone back, he does it so thoroughly. And great. It's a great thing. But it really takes your time. It ruins my life. It does. Every time you think you're done with something, another one pops up and it's like, seriously? I know. And I just say, Greg, ignore it. Just just don't even open it. it Because then you could say, I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Might might be my new practice for 2022. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much. That's not the answer we're looking for today. Uh, Okay. Have a great one, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Good morning. It's Greg and Mayor. We said this is... The leading cause of burnout at work, at least according to experts, what do you think it is? Too much of a workload. Too much work. I mean, right now, people are doing Too more with less. I know. Right? Everyone's doing like 30 jobs. Yeah, everyone's yeah. doing a skeleton crew. And so that's a great guess, too, but that's not it. Thank you. Just going to sneak in one more call here at 775-0949. What's the leading cause of burnout at work? My guess is too much coffee. <laughs> is there such a thing? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. No, no such no. thing. Got it. <laughs> because I don't drink coffee. I drink tea, but yeah. 
that's what happened to me when I drink too much coffee. So. Yeah, it sounds like you might have had some already. <laughs> I need some more. Uh, I have to say, I think the answer for this, Greg, is getting up at 3.45 a.m. That's a great key, yes, because that's uh, one of the things that leads us to burnout. Yes, that's And anybody our else who gets up early. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, the answer we're looking for, the leading cause of burnout at work, according to the experts these days, Zoom fatigue. <gasps> what is that? The Zoom fatigue is when you're on those Zoom meetings, those MS team calls, yeah. those face-to-face video conference meetings where everybody's oh, yeah. on the screen at the same time yeah. and you got to be on the whole time. And they say... We are not, as humans, built to be looking at each other, staring at each other all day long. Like, it overwhelms our brain. You know, I did read something about this. When you're on Zoom, you're, like, up close looking at someone and their features, and that's something safe for only people, like, you're more intimate with. Yes. And so it's, like, this weird thing. You've never planned to look up your boss's nose. And at the same time, you're also looking in the mirror the whole time, right? That's the just, worst part of it. It's overwhelming our brains. We don't think it is, but it's totally wearing us out. Ugh. So experts are saying, bosses, if you can, have a few of those what would be Zoom meetings just on a conference phone call. Just have people on the phone. You don't always have to look at them. Or just let them go on Netflix for an hour instead. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Morning Greg, Greg, Greg and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.